Gracious hellos in Jesus Christ are extended to you this blessed morning. You are tuned in to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Privileged to be with you. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org, or you can call 314-996-1520, your choice. We are underwritten graciously by Mid-American Coaches, Charters, and Tours. They travel throughout North America, and uh, they are headquartered just 40 miles west of St. Louis. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. Today, some thoughts about the conclusion of Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Paul writes under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Yeah, rejoice always. It sounds so good. It sounds like something Christian people ought to be doing. Rejoice. That prefix re, R-E, means again. So have joy again, even after a stage four cancer diagnosis. Rejoice even after Suffering a painful job loss? Rejoice when a loved one is lost in a tragic car accident? Is St. Paul out of his mind? Well, you don't rejoice for the event itself, but you can continue to rejoice. Please know that Paul wrote some of his writings from prison. How could he rejoice from there? He was beaten and shipwrecked three times. He suffered numerous hardships, and yet he speaks again and again about rejoicing. In his letter to the Thessalonians, in chapter 5, he writes of the last day and how it will come suddenly and without warning. And he simply tells them what attitude they are to have and how they are to conduct themselves as the people of God. They are indeed to rejoice no matter when the Lord does come because he's always near. Indeed, the scriptures state that the Lord is near to all who call upon him to all who call upon him in truth. So you call upon him, you automatically know from Scripture that he's near. Concerning the letter to the Thessalonians, Martin Luther writes, St. Paul, in his letter, writes out of special love and apostolic concern. He praises them because they received the gospel with such earnestness that they remained steadfast in it despite suffering and persecution and became a beautiful example of faith to all congregations everywhere for you and for me. You know, it's really all about living out a life pleasing to the Lord, not to earn some sort of brownie points of acceptance before the Lord, but simply to show the Lord how much sending his only son to die and rise in your place means to you. So question, how much does Jesus mean to you today? You've probably heard of the Christian song with the title, He's Everything to Me. I pray he is to you today as well. The Apostle Paul once wrote that in all things Christ might have the preeminence. That means that he comes before everything, that he comes before everyone. Does he in your life? Does he in mine? Only you and I can successfully answer that question. St. Paul writes, rejoice always. Rejoicing is one of the marks of being a Christian. Can you do it despite even severe trials and severe tribulations of all kinds? Yes, you can. 
because your joy need not be a fluctuating one that vacillates and is controlled by your life circumstances. Have you ever experienced that kind of a vacillating joy, a for-the-moment one at best? But as soon as the circumstances of the moment go down, so does the joy. On the other hand, when life dishes out great happenings, the joy gushes forth as well. But that's not the kind of joy the Apostle Paul is talking about. The psalmist has written in Psalm 118, verse 24, This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it in this day. That means come what may. Indeed, come what may, the Lord is with you to get through your day, his way. True Christian joy is not dependent on how things are going for you. True Christian joy is dependent on Christ and your relationship with him and what he has done. That's where your real joy originates. One author has written, Christianity without joy is a betrayal of the one we follow. We are a forgiven, redeemed people who belong to the faithful flock on the way to heaven. We are people with great joy. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. St. Paul goes on in his first letter to the Thessalonians with these words, pray without ceasing. As one commentator has stated, we cannot verbally pray all the time, but it is possible to be in the spirit of prayer and ever ready to pray. It's really a matter of being cognizant of God's presence with you always. When you know that he's right there, you don't hesitate to speak with him. But if he's off somewhere in the universe to you, then you're going to be going about your business thinking about everything under the sun except the Son of God himself. See, your life down here on this earth involves, in many cases, a real whirlwind of activities. Bills to pay, meetings to attend, coffee with a friend, shopping without end. You name it, you claim it, you're thinking about it. But Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, tells you, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I have some comments about those things I just mentioned up next. Keep it here. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Well, a very pleasant welcome back. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend Worldwide KFUO. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson talking about Paul's first letter to the Corinthians where he exhorts them to rejoice always, pray continually, to give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Now, in order to pray without ceasing, you you know need to be thinking about God and what he's done throughout the day, or you're not going to be talking to him. That's why Paul writes, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, whatever is pure, think about these things. So to think about the things that are pure and lovely ultimately would be to think about Christ. 
to consider every day what he has done as your sacrifice for sin. This sacrifice involves not the blood of goats or rams from the Old Testament. No, those sacrifices only pointed to the ultimate one. This is the real deal. The real shed blood of Jesus Christ applied to you by faith and in your baptism. That's what the Lord desires you to think about. It's the Lord's precious and holy word that awakens your awareness of the Almighty in your life and prompts you to pray without ceasing in the first place. Because when you go to the Word, your thoughts and awareness are going to be about the Lord. Stay away from the Word and the sacraments. Your thoughts are centered back in the whirlwind of this life. And that's why James writes, draw near to God. He will draw near to you. He loves you so much. He desires to have you speak to him all the time. Jesus himself extends a wonderful invitation for you. He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Due to sin, you and I often don't come. And then we stay in the whirlwind. That's why the exhortation from the Apostle Paul to pray without ceasing is written. So you can see it in print and apply it. See, as you go to the scriptures, you see what the Lord desires you to do in print. And you think about the print. You think about the one behind the print. And you want to talk with the one behind the print. Indeed, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. Wow. In all circumstances? Give me a break. Really, God does give you a break, that is. And the break is the giving of thanks. Because when you say thank you to the one who has made and redeemed you, your tough circumstances of life, whether it's cancer or loss of a loved one or a job loss, you name it, those circumstances are bearable because you have said thank you to the Lord for his forgiveness, for eternal life, and for being with you. Yeah, he's with you even right now to help you make your circumstances bearable. St. Paul confessed, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So there's nothing you can't do through the strength of the God who made you. So you thank him in a no matter what way. That's faith. In Philippians 4, it says, Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Yes, with thanksgiving. When you pray, accompany that prayer with a thank you or two to the God who made you because that shows the Lord you trust him. What you're doing is thanking him in advance for the answers and not after the fact. Anybody can thank another person for a gift once the gift is given. Whether it's a birthday, whether it's, uh, well, an anniversary, or perhaps even at Christmas time. I mean, if you get a gift, it's not all that difficult, is it? To pick up the phone and to give that person a big thank you? But you wouldn't think of doing such a thing in advance. You don't even know what you're going to get. That's the problem. Despite that, God asks you to do just that. Thank him before the fact. That takes away the worry because you've laid your life in the lap of the Lord, your situation, your circumstance in his lap. And the Lord provides the worry part. He, he takes away the worry from you and gives you his peace in exchange. 
Finally, Paul writes, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Indeed, it is his will that you give thanks. The scriptures exhort you to give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever, and you are happy. You're not happy because everything always goes well. It's not always going to go well. Just because you're a Christian, it's not always going to go well. But you're happy because you have the privilege of going to the well of the Lord's word where true rejoicing originates in the first place. It's a rejoicing not from a down-here perspective. Oh, no, that's not true rejoicing. It's a rejoicing instead that originates in Jesus Christ. So question, won't you please rejoice from that vantage point in your life today, from the vantage point of Jesus Christ and what he has done? And that's Paul's letter, his first letter to the Thessalonians. Appreciate you being along today for Moments of Assurance weekend. And, uh, well, I invite you to join me for the regular Moments of Assurance Monday through Friday over the noontime hour right here worldwide KFUO. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.